Welcome to Pot Not Soda. And now it's time for Brett, Brian, and oh damn, enjoy the show. Yes. So we actually have something to celebrate today, Brian. We do. Yeah. Um, and it is not our. No, I'm not it's, it's, not as, it's not. It's not as good. Yeah, it's not you, you the can't. second time. Right, it's not. Right. But uh, not only <laughs> do we have Brett uh, coming back to the show after a summer away, mm-hmm. uh, but we were welcomed back with Corona Minis. Guys, I deliver. I deliver. It I might mean, take three and a half years, <laughs> and but eventually. You're about 200 short. But oh, that's also true. That's also true. Start. Were they racking up? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. They were multipliers. Oh, every time. shit. Son right. of a bitch. I mean, you really they build interest when you don't pay Son your debts. Son of a bitch. I mean, you should probably just Venmo Matt Bishop for <laughs> most of them. <laughs> hey, no, actually t- have Matt Bishop Venmo you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to tell you guys, though, it is nice to be back is with it? you guys. I've missed you guys. I have missed you guys. It's been two and a half months? For the most part. I, I think, think it's been yeah. about two and a half months. I've missed you guys. I wish I would have bought Corona Minis every week. <laughs> Apparently, I should have, but <laughs> I was so excited. Well, I went you know, and bought them today. You oh, know yeah, what yeah. they say? Yeah, like, there's always a a starting point. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. We'll we'll start this relationship. We'll pick it up from here. I mean, the juice has been going for three and a half years, and it's still going. Yeah. So <laughs> the juice. Yeah. Damn it. Um, you I guys. Mean, Brian was so excited when he walked in. He he almost fainted. I literally told my wife today. I, I go. I, I go. Minis. Man, I I'm letting it go today. I've bought him Corona Minis. I didn't know this was going to be the mother effing start of everything, too. Yep, every week from yep. here on out for the rest of the season. Yep. Absolutely. Good job, guys. Uh, <laughs> but welcome back to Season 4, Pop Not Soda. I yeah, almost yeah. forgot our name oh, right that's there. Is that our name? Pop Not Soda, Season 4. What's the episode count? The episode... Jesus oh, Christ. God. Ooh, it's caught you sons of bitches been, you know this what? time. 22. Brett always it's catches shit 22. on this. 22? You got nothing on I'm going to look at the catalog sure? and yeah. I'm going to make I'm sure. sure it's 22. Yeah, no if you idea. don't count the fantasy football special. Brian, do you want to put some Corona minis on it? No. No. no don't <laughs> have that. Although I could, because I have a plethora of <laughs> <Okay>. stockpile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want to go double or nothing? No. Uh, yeah, I want so those fucking Corona Mini. <laughs> hey, it's been, been it's been two and a half months though. Anything yeah. been going on with you guys? I mean, uh, anything big with you, Dan? No, no. Brian, how about you? Anything big with you? Um, yeah, sort of. Yeah. What uh, what uh, happened? I uh, drafted first in your fantasy football draft. I did not. Oh. oh, damn. The highest pick I had was third. Okay. I took David Johnson, and I regretted it. Oh, so terrible! Should have gone safe. Safe yeah. one. Brian, I'm trying to softball you here. You picked the highest pick ever in your life, right? <laughs> yes. In my life draft, I was picking first because Lord knows she would not have picked me first. Uh, but, uh, That's usually how it works. Yeah. You're saying you're the value pitch? Like yeah, you were still on absolutely. the board at this time? Right. You can get me in like the fifth round, you know, good value, strong production. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I, I I trapped my uh, my beautiful girlfriend uh, with a very expensive ring. Hey, good job! And she miraculously said yes. There we go. There we go. And it was a cool thing too, right? You guys did it at a little art exhibit down. Yeah, here? yeah. No. So uh, there's this art installation called Wonder Spaces that was at Wonder? the pier Wonder? downtown. 
Allison and I went there last year at Rad Spot. Yeah, super cool. And I was able to finagle them uh, to uh, accommodate the proposal. A modest proposal. (laughs) Yes, very (laughs) modest. Uh, So I actually had them uh, like block off one of the exhibits. So if you went, it was the body paint exhibit. Uh, so it's like a screen, it's like a room that's all dark and there's like a screen on, uh, on one side. And when you like walk up to it, all the colors like flash and shit. And I was able to have them like rope it off for me for a couple minutes, uh, so that we could get in there. So there wouldn't be anybody else in there. And then I had them, uh, like take a bunch of videos too. So it, uh, yeah. It's got some good footy of it too. Did you then paint with your bodies? Uh, sort of, it's like, it's kind of cool when you watch the video because as I'm like doing it, like the colors are mm. like happening in the background. So it turned out, it turned out really well. The only thing was that it is hot as fuck <laughs> in that place. Like there's no AC. It's a tent, right? Well, it's like the building at the pier. So it's oh. just like a giant building with like zero circulation. Yeah, yeah. last year yeah. it was a tent. Oh, got it. Got yeah. it. Uh, I did not attend last year. Uh, so, so yeah, that was the only thing. Luckily, I wore a black shirt because I went in the day before. Uh, and when uh, I walked scouted. in, I was like, this place is a fucking sauna. This is insane. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, you know, it all worked out. Got some cool pictures. Nice. And um, she said yes. <laughs> she did. That is awesome. That is awesome. What are you guys planning any sort of? Is that is that down the road or? Yeah, yeah, like a year out is our right is our target. That's like a, next September, yeah. Ish. Speaking from somebody you know that just went through this, October fourteenth, terrible day to do a wedding. Just don't do that day. Okay. Yeah, I just I know a guy. Just don't do. That I was day. gonna say. Um, speaking of it, I think that is a good timeline mm-hmm. for you. So good job, Brian. Congratulations, brother. Yeah. So shit has happened to us while we took this little break right here. Yeah. Um, I know I took a longer break than usual, but uh, yeah, because you had to uh, watch the Padres lose a lot of baseball. Yeah, they were. Um, I think they were cut out in mid-July, and for some reason they were still playing baseball. Yeah, right. and there was a point. There was a point where I was watching a Cincinnati Reds Ooh. Padres game where they had a rain delay, and Andy Green had the balls to come out in the eighth inning to argue to get a rain delay. <laughs> to enforce you a rain argued, delay. Argued for a rain Both delay. teams were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. And I legitimately asked, I'm like, what is the point? Every <laughs> the win result counts. result of this Every game. Every win counts. My God. Um, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> uh, well, we've got a great episode coming up for you. We're, we're going to be talking uh, some interesting news from the first screenings of first man starring Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Particularly uh some things they chose to omit yeah. in the story. Uh we're gonna be talking unfortunately Kanye West goes to Washington. Uh we've got Dan's unemployed <laughs> movie review. I'm borrowing it from Brian. Mm. Uh and we're gonna re- I am going to review Venom starring Tom Brady. Nice. Uh and Google Plus is officially dead, Gonzo. Officially, officially, it's dead. MySpace. Um, no, this, MySpace is still around. Is this news kind from of. 2016. Yeah, right. Or like 2014. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, Bainsey was Bainsey over the weekend too. Oh my uh, God, I want to talk about that. First, we we were about six weeks in to one of America's favorite pastimes, um, 
and that's not standing for the national anthem and playing uh, fantasy football. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> how are you guys doing? I'm all right. Are you really? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm zero and I'm five in one lead, which is bullshit. Oof. But I'm uh, in first and second place in my other two leads. So. Okay. How about you, Brian? Uh, I'm pretty good. Um, four and one, three and two, and two at two and three. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so right, you know. Right, right where I, I need to be. This guy always has the dark horse. Every single season he has the dark horse team. Why is it dark? Well, because like in the first few weeks, like I don't know what happens, but you see him, he gets about a fifth, like a 500 you know, average, and then all of a sudden the last, I'd say, eight weeks or so, he plays like the damn Chargers in the postseason, <laughs> like near coming to the postseason and just locks down every so single saying, game. So you draft poorly. But you make the right. Pick. I don't even think yeah. he drafts yeah. poorly. I think he has bad, like a bad draw of luck where he plays the hard teams earlier. Yeah, I mean, I, I draft uh, okay. Yeah, for for a lot of teams, but where you really, you know, like can put your your skill into fantasy football is like drafting or not drafting, but picking up like waiver wire picks and managing that. Like that's the real key to fantasy football. Yeah. You know, yeah. The that one is, yeah. the one lead I'm own five in is the t- the worst setup. It's uh, quarter point PPR, two wide receivers, two running bats, two flats positions. Damn, that's a and lot. And a sits person bench for a twelve. Jesus Christ! How do you lead. move anybody off the free agent? You can't. Wire. No yeah, that's there's nobody. There's available. quarter bats and kickers, and that's yeah, it. That sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone's so got like three defenses. I, I drafted eleventh. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like some of these people who don't necessarily know how to play in this league took like three tight ends or three quarterbacks. Like Jimmy G went off the board first, by the way. The As first quarterback yep. in the third round. Wow. So so I've got to ask you guys, do you guys play in any anonymous leagues? No. No. You you know everybody that's yeah. playing like, in the leagues, uh, right? Are you, do, you, do you mean like uh, like uh, weekly, like uh, daily, like fantasy matches? Like, like not even that, but I would say like are you in playing in any, any league where you, you do not know anybody or you have no connection to anyone in that league? Um, no. No, that wouldn't be any like fun straight. To me. Yeah, see, yeah. to me, I don't, I don't play that or right. whatever. Yeah, too. But it, it begs the question because I've seen a lot of dick things happen this year in a few of the leagues that I'm in. Like, what is the big, in your opinion, what is the big dick move for fantasy football? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's, it's collusion. 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 Oh, that'll ruin it. That'll ruin it where, every time. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's out or not doing well, and they decide to just bolster someone else's team funny that you funny that you mentioned that collusion ruined my first fantasy experience ever when i was in eighth grade i remember collusion happened somebody was literally paying people twenty dollars in envelopes and yeah i'll mention the name after this you'll know you know the guy eighth grade yeah eighth grade yeah getting pretty shitty with it how about you though brian any like what is the big quarterback for the chargers when you were playing fantasy football what's up was doug flutie the quarterback for the chargers Uh, 98 i believe was ryan leaf actually (laughs) Uh, the yeah. wonderful Flutie, Flutie was was <laughs> high school. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, used to see his fucking daughter all the time. How about you though, Brian? Like, school. is there anything that when you're playing? Because you know, I mean, we're obviously we know every single person that we're playing with. Like, what is the big thing where you just look at somebody and you go, "Really, dude?" Really? Yeah, the di- the dick move that happens a lot that I notice is when a team uh, who has a higher waiver priority will pick up a player. Not needing them, but just preventing the rest of the league uh, from having that person. So, like for example, uh, this just happened in my work league, uh, where someone picked up a tight end, 
uh, who he's, he's never going to play him, but the person right behind him needed a tight end and they were playing each other the following week. So being strategic, he picked he's up... He's poaching tight ends. Yeah, exactly. He See, picked up like the one guy. That's going like well beyond like courtesy and you're being a dick at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Like you're being a dick. That doesn't... You don't just get gonna anywhere sit on your bench, forward. Right. You make no headroom or you make no room whatsoever. You just are plaguing somebody else for doing it. My dick move, my big dick move that I've seen people <laughs> Wait, do. Dick move or big take move? Take big take Those are two different Ladies things. Ladies and gentlemen. Dick that, big dick move. What I see happen a lot in fantasy football is like after, which admittedly it happens to me a lot. I'll lose a week, you know, lose a week or whatever. The guy that beat me the previous week will then say, hey, you need that type of person. And then will offer me a trade that completely is like Khalil Mack type of trade uh, yes, for a position player that you can totally tell he's just trying to secure his place on a higher, on the top two tier in the in the league and completely boning me out. But he's basically like, yeah, you lost to me. Hey, let me give you some advice. And I'm like, didn't fucking ask for advice. Don't need it from you. <laughs> Keep keep moving on. You'll probably be eighth like you have been every single season. I, but <laughs> thanks like for your advice. If this is happening in the league I am in with you, I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, well, that happens. Yeah, that happens in our league. Happens in. We have a person in this league who has his own fantasy football blog. Okay. Oh, I know. I know of this. Actually, will, what's funny is not talking about that guy. Oh, but he will post <laughs> oh, oh, okay. in his but, message in our message boards. Oh, in case you need some advice, peasants, you should all go read this post. Mm. There's there's like a there's a psychology a psychology aspect to this. And when you play psychology, I'm like, dude, you're a dick. We're not playing poker. <laughs> <laughs> like we're we're not. Like leave my cards These to myself. These are imaginary points like, that an algorithm yeah, generated on the internet right. to like, attribute to how a stranger who you've never met in real life performs playing a game. Yeah. It's the same thing as like somebody going like, Yeah, Brett had an ace last last hand. Fuck him. He's not going to have an ace in his hands. Like, it's just like, you're a dick. You're a dick. So, just my experience with that. I wanted to make sure that, you know, we have a universal rule. Because I feel like there are unspoken rules yeah, about yeah. fantasy football. For and, sure. It's yeah. like any sport. There's always unspoken yeah. rules. And you, you know? and you kind of push the limit, and at some point, you break it. Right. And you aren't invited back. But let, let me <laughs> let me not confuse things. I do not consider fantasy football a sport. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's a uh, competition. You want to say competition? Like there's unspoken rules. It's of competition? it's a game within a game. Yeah. Within a game, requiring zero physical activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of our one of our friends, one of our recently married friends, he made the best quote though to me once, and he goes, he he saw somebody like got injured, and he's like, and he made a joke, but it was actually kind of funny. He goes, you know, screw this guy getting bucked up with his knee fantasy is fake or no he goes real life is fake fantasy is real <laughs> i have money on this shit get this guy back onto the field the next week or, it was uh, it was very eye-opening who was it um somebody was like uh, i think it was during the monday football game and they were saying how sean Payne was like drawing up plays for for other mm. uh like players not named michael thomas or alvin Kamara, like Right. He has no regard for fantasy football owners at all. I mean, I can see that. I Michael, I have Michael Thomas. He didn't do shit for me last week, and you know. All right. Knows? 
Yeah, we'll we'll move on. Yeah, yes. Yes. that's enough talk of um, fantasy, of fantasy, football. of fake stuff. But uh, let's you know, other than Brett's fantasy football season, something that's also been super unsuccessful has been Google's try at a social network. Yeah, a very half-assed Google try. Plus, what like I remember when Google Plus came out, I thought it was super cool because you could do video chat with multiple people or like the video chat right. option. In 2011 is when it came out. Was what is that how long was ago Google was? Hangouts was part of Google Plus, and that's what made it something different. Yeah, that's I what they were promoting. The profile or yeah, anything right. like that because you didn't. Oh, you didn't care about your circle. Yeah, yeah your circles. No, so anybody, circle. Yeah, and if you haven't heard in the recent news, basically what happened is Google Plus is officially shutting down now. Yeah, it's Google dead. Plus, uh, they've killed their service. They've acknowledged that they're killing their social media platform that they've tried to attempt, which is like a MySpace, Facebook type of platform. I got an invitation in 2010 or 2011, didn't yeah. know what the f- fuck it was. And then it was like, and it was to my Gmail account that I hardly access too. So it was like, I don't know. What do you use, Hotmail? Uh, we're not going to talk about that. He uses Hotmail. AOL.com. Is it AOL.com? It's Yahoo. We're not going to talk about that. All right. Well, yeah. And it's interesting because uh, with the news of Google Plus shutting down, it's one of those things where, you know, usually people trust Google products. Usually Google always hits the mark. Um, But they've kind of had their own misses. Uh, the um, Doodle Glass being, I think, their most infamous mm. miss. Um, and Doodle Plus. Have you known a single person that has bought that or worn that? No. 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 Okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, Huge miss. Yeah, yeah. And because a lot of money. But, you know, with a social media network that I think never took off, like it was an extension of your Gmail account, really, or your, an extension of your Google Calendar because I never, I don't remember the last time I was actually ever like on it. Yeah. Well, it just added zero value. Yeah. What was the like? There was no. I already know the people that I know. Yeah. yeah. So you're not connecting me with anybody outside of the network. I have tools that can do this. LinkedIn and shit like yeah. professional was LinkedIn. Facebook was social. Right. I mean, or it, podcasting. Uh, SoundCloud was music. Like or podcast. Disca- or podcast. I mean, there were there were various multimedia platforms. Your that grinder were, account. <laughs> my grinder account yeah, was yeah. very still popular active. at the time yeah. yeah still grinding still active still grinding still grinding a lot <laughs> <laughs> um but this time i was thinking what other websites have died have gone gone the way of doodle plus that we miss or that were glad that are gone um or some websites that we wish would go the way of doodle plus mm. man i mean one that comes to mind right now i remember it and the only reason that I really, and I'm not making excuses for this, but the only reason that I really remember about it was we were watching Knocked Up one time and they're talking about an idea about putting a, a website where you're going to document everybody that has ever been nude in a in a film. Oh, and like what time it and was. And what time they were okay. and what on. like So I think it was called like Mr. Skin. But that's one of those things where I'm like, how does that exist anymore? Like... Are you not just... It probably does. Okay. People, people are perverted. Yeah, but I mean but like... But you know what? That site may not exist anymore. Yeah. But I bet you there's a site like it. Really? Oh, probably. yeah. Yeah, like... Well, I mean, you actually, you don't even really need a site specific to that genre because literally every 
porn site now has a celebrity category. Oh right? That's what I like I so feel I've been told. Like, like well that's what I feel like is like like at what point short are you what, <laughs> at what point are you creating a middleman to better find your porn? Yeah, that's like that it just seems like to me it's like that's a very, very stupid no. idea that hey um can you let me know if so and so's ever been nude before? Hold on, I'll get right back to you. Okay, and now you look it up yourself. Like that just yeah. that's not how the internet works yeah. these days. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna hit you with with one. Uh I guess technically this isn't a website, but it's a web service. Uh AIM. Ooh. AOL Instant Messenger. Man. Right. Right. Yeah. Like that I think is more I mean, that was texting before texting. Yeah. I wish and, I could have an away message on my phone. I wish yeah. I could have an away message you, on my phone. So were you one of the people who were always logged in but always away? Yeah, I did. I did do that a lot of times. I think were a, you lot of, a lot of visible a lot or uh, were you yeah, just like away? pre-emo, pre-emo stage was like, you know, like I'm going to let Were every, they sound there? It's Yeah, like everybody's got to know what I'm doing if I'm not here. Like very niche. So yeah, yeah, you had to be on, but yeah. you had to be away. So you're like I'm here, but I'm not paying attention to you cuz I have better things. Exactly. To do, right. But exactly. I'm here. Like it's right. It was it was like um, almost like Twitter before Twitter, right? Exactly. It's like here's a small snippet of what I'm doing, and it's going to be really funny and witty. And I don't care until I get reactions to this. Prime like eighth grade to tenth grade was going home and then like at night going on the aim and talking to everybody who you were just at school with or just at practice with. Like that's that's all it was. Yeah. I mean. Or flirting, like that—that that was the other yeah, thing. That that's was really what it was. That's where a lot of teenagers just learned how to flirt. Yeah, you get like a random like a- aim oh, screen you like name, the, and you're the, like, the, oh, the oh, is this so and so? Hold on, to, and then you, and then you, uh, what was it? ASL. See, we didn't do. Cha- I didn't oh. do chat. Did you do <laughs> yeah. chat rooms? I never yeah. did chat oh, rooms. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. never did chat rooms. Yeah. And yeah, bro, a- uh, ASL age sets location. Yeah. Man, weirdest thing that show is. Yeah. Super wild. (laughs) To catch a predator. Yeah, basically. (laughs) To catch a predator. So naive back then. Yeah, Yeah. holy shit. All right, Brian, what you got? Uh, Well, I I honestly had to do a little bit of research because I was thinking, I was like, man, what websites did I use that don't exist anymore? Uh, And one in particular that I used to use a lot, and I mean, there was like different variations uh, of this type of service but uh, but groove shark oh groove shark yeah holy crap yeah. groove shark was uh was definitely is spotify now yeah exactly exactly um but back then you know there, there wasn't youtube oh. to go watch every music video ever there wasn't spotify to go find every song ever uh and you sure as shit weren't gonna go out and buy a hundred CDs, you know, oh, yeah. for one kid, song man. each, right? So you had to find you alternatives. You got drug and, money to spend it on. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, what are you doing? So there's like Groove Shark, there was uh, Kazaa, there was... LimeWire. LimeWire, uh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. But downloads. they're all, they're all probably Groove Shark, yeah. You should always make the playlist. Yep. Um, I bet you Groove Shark is maybe still alive or in a different iteration. Uh, it is not. So it oh, actually went defunct in... 2015. Ooh. I wonder if somebody bought it. Mm. Like a P2P site? A P2P site? Well, just like, you know, one of the Spotify's or somebody just for the streaming network that I already had set up. Like the library that they already had. Buying it for the library, but also buying it for the user base. Uh, That kind of stuff. That makes Um, sense, yeah. I will say, 
there's one thing that I do miss too is the original MySpace. Oh yeah, because MySpace tried to relaunch itself in 2012 when Justin Timberlake became an owner, <laughs> right? And they were trying to focus MySpace music. on being it was more music around heavy. creatives. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and it just the the format was a little bit more like uh, Pinterest. So you actually posted. You like went on and checked it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was all about swiping too. So they were trying to get Brian. On the, we're talking to somebody that actually the, walked through the 2012 <laughs> MySpace yes, right here. Holy shit, you man! Have to remember, it's okay. like somebody from Wyoming my, right here. My bachelor's in okay yeah. social media, bro, and uh, the swipe aspect of it. So it wasn't a scrolling timeline; it was a swiping left to right sort of interactive timeline. Um, and huh. it was because they were trying to get ahead of the game with mobile integration. So if you're viewing on your phone, think of it like Instagram, but uh, you were swiping left to right. That's kind of okay. like what they were trying to do. But okay. it just never Instead of scrolling, off. you're swiping. Yeah, you're swiping. And um, it just it just didn't take off. But the original MySpace just had so many things about it, like the bulletins. Uh, the the fact I remember the man, music, you, like, the crazy the, thing, I the top, HTML coding. Like people remember, things. yeah, that was like your first introduction to HTML code, right there. It was like, how do I, how do I change this yeah. MySpace page to make it look different? Yeah. And I remember like the big thing with MySpace back in the day was like, oh shit, she went off the top eight. No, oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. went on. <laughs> like yeah. oh, I gotta the connect with Charlie right eight, now and figure out sure. what happened. Yeah, like oh, it was just man. Yes, that uh, social statusing too. Like that's that's pretty crazy when you think about that. Like I am publicly saying who my top eight yes friends are. Like that is. <laughs> I think I remember like in high school, one of my girlfriends getting mad at me because they weren't the first person on my MySpace. Oh fuck yeah, oh, she yeah, pro- yeah she has every right to be I just, Dan. I didn't edit it. Dan, she like, had every right to be man. She's not on her on your MySpace page as your girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it said in a relationship. Bro, you got to grow up, man. You got to get on your MySpace page. I feel like they did. They did. On MySpace, they, did. they definitely did. In a relationship, I think. Yeah. I think it was mm. pre Facebook. It was in a yeah. relationship. Uh, Facebook added the it's complicated. Uh, oh, did that? Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, it was. Um, and then what is the, is the it's, about MySpace hey too? I want to know I want to <laughs> yeah, know really ahead. quickly because have you turned your your thing over to it's complicated ever before yeah I, I, oh no, you have I have, have you okay is that is that a a discussion that you have already had with your partner or is that a hey we need to have a discussion type of status for that we have to talk like is that a we have to talk or is that we've already talking so I legitimately <laughs> did it while not in a relationship. To have people assume. Uh, oh, so you're dropping bait into the. Yeah, oh, exactly. Dude. So it's like a, it's like the original <laughs> thirst trap. You, you, you chum know? the water. It's, the OG, over it's here. the OG thirst trap. <laughs> he, he chummed the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're you, you got to just like you know throw, throw a little, little bait out yeah, there. Yeah, throw like, a little yeah. bait well, I'm seeing somebody, but maybe not. It's complicated. You don't know. It's complicated. Yeah, the, Come talk to me and find out. The most revolutionary thing about MySpace is what it created with uh, bathroom selfies and MySpace angels. <laughs> I remember being a freshman in college in my Com 103 class. I remember and this too. talking about MySpace angels. The angles. Yep, and, the angles. And interpersonal communication. Funny story about MySpace angles. I remember I was with Brian. We were walking on a bachelor party in Las Vegas on the Las Vegas Strip. Oh, okay. And we're outside of the Paris Hotel. And there's a guy that is legitimately, from what I can tell, taking a crotch shot of himself in front of the Eiffel Tower. 
and like, I'm like uh, viewing down or viewing, viewing up? Well, he's just he's literally just pointing it right at his crotch. And I'm going, what the fuck is going on here? And then I realized, oh my god, he's taking a selfie with the Paris, like with the Eiffel Tower yeah, yeah. behind him. But that it was totally that. That was like my first thing of like, is this guy like a creep dress trying to it's take? Not a, a flattering angle, by the way. No, it's not <laughs> yeah, at all. I mean, the crotch yeah, angle. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, angle. but with the Eiffel Tower. But I mean, like, um, but I just remember specifically in our comp class, like, because that was before selfies were a huge thing. Right. Um, this is the utilization of the bathroom mirror. Yeah, and that was how do you get the perfect bathroom mirror shot for your profile page? There was a period of like five years where there were the cleanest bathroom mirrors across the <laughs> yes. United States yes. of America. Like a janitor was walking and going, "Like, I love the this job. I love this job for all the teenagers yeah. because yeah. <laughs> they needed to take photos for their MySpaces." Well, and it's now kind of evolved right into Instagram personalities, whatever you want to influencers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, same thing. Right, but now but now it's like now they've turned into goddamn graphic artists, yeah, with the ability to like Photoshop and you know clean well, up. I mean, you can make movies now that last a minute, and the production value is so high, and you all do it on a f- iPhone. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it looks better than the last two Saw movies I've seen. <laughs> you've seen more than one yeah, Saw movie. Seen- we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, everybody. Get ready, because uh, we're bringing back an old segment. A segment. I'm that, excited for this one. Uh, I missed out on this for a while. Brian usually did, mm-hmm. and it. I mean, this is season one. Yeah. For unemployed movie reviews. Right. It didn't uh, last long. It didn't. So that's why I'm hoping if I do it. <laughs> yeah. There I'll you have, go. I'll have right, the right. same yeah, yeah. the same luck. Dance for sure. unemployed uh, movie reviews. This is what reviews. happens when you get uh, laid off. Um. You go see movies mm-hmm. um, when you're not applying to jobs. Especially yeah. now, it's easy because I paid twenty dollars a month ago, and now I've seen five movies all for twenty dollars. What's the worst you one you've seen? Before pass? we get into the review, uh, the Predator. Really, Ooh. the Predator was bad. Damn. And I think I don't know if it was purposely written bad. Like it was supposed to be like a let's make this. Uh, so Venom over Predator. Yeah. Mm. Why okay. the fuck didn't we talk about this before the bull slip got written hey, down? Hey, we could have. Hey. No, no you're good. This is for yeah, we're talking about this it now. This is just for another time. But, yep. um, Venom. You saw Venom. I did. So, you know. Let's talk about it. Everybody grab your... Uh, don't lose your mic, Brian. Grab my <laughs> mic because I did it. <laughs> yeah. uh, which is great because this camera touches everything. So, yep. I know Allison has walked by like three times thinking she's not on camera. Oh, yeah. But she totally has been. You don't have to lean into the camera. I know. I just fucking forget it's here, so I just <laughs> wanted to acknowledge it. So people are watching you, and then you move no, out of the No, because I wanted to see myself, you, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's the most important thing. Um, yeah, man. Venom. Tom Hardy. Sony produced film. It's PG-13, and you can tell it's PG-13. And I think that's the most disappointing thing about going into this movie is, one, you know... Brian has always said when movie um, studios don't release reviews early, they're bad. Yep. yep. And reviews for Venom didn't come out till the Wednesday before it dropped. Yep. Two days, and they all circled around 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. If it walks like shit and smells <laughs> like shit. Yeah. And which was unfortunate. It's probably Venom. <laughs> um, you know, then there was rumors about how they had cut about 30 minutes from the movie to make it PG-13. And those 30 minutes that they cut were Tom Hardy's favorite scenes. Right. 
and that it was a lot of the over the top venomous like gore and action and um you know i mean there are rumors have played this movie since the first news that only the last five minutes were you actually going to see like tom hardy fully decked out as venom and um, is Carnage going to be in it or is he not going to be in it? And who's the villain and what the, what does that look like? Is you know Tom Holland going to make a cameo as Spider-Man? What's going to happen? So how far into the movie until you see full-on Venom? Ooh, about 45 minutes. Really? Yeah, the movie it runs an hour 54. So, And I will say, once you get full Venom, you get Venom for really much the rest of the movie i mean because but do you want full yeah. venom i mean i'm not saying like he's like it's not tom hardy anymore but uh like it, there isn't like a big thing where like he's just like fighting with his mask off you know toby mcguire-esque or tover grace-esque like there's not that yeah um they really did uh well with uh the voices so um how they would change if it was tom hardy and you were hearing venom's voice or if Venom was taking hold, how you would hear Tom Hardy's voice, like that really worked. You liked Venom oh, gotcha. as a So like as Tom Hardy, you're hearing Venom in his head. Yes. As Venom, you're hearing Tom Hardy in his yes. head. Okay, okay, okay. There isn't, yeah, so that's, because Venom will talk out loud and you'll hear Tom Hardy's voice. So it really lets you know that there's a distinct character that's Venom. And that was the most interesting thing. It wasn't just like emo Tom Hardy. It was Venom is its own character. I heard a rumor that they share a uh, like a kissing scene or something like that. Uh, so Tom Hardy and the lead do, and it has to do with Venom, yeah. Oh, so it's like it's not Tom Hardy making out with Venom. No, 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 no. So um, basically, all right. Then you have to. Yeah, yeah we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Then it, I don't care. It, it's a, uh, it's a little Easter egg um, to a different uh, symbiote character. Um, but it, it works for what they were trying to do. Um, but, uh, the, where this movie struggles isn't in character development, but rather plot. The plot lack is of. the, yeah, the plot is simplistic. Um, and it leaves you wanting a lot more. You know, that's what I always felt about, um, that character is, uh, to me, as cool as that character has always seemed in the comic books, as much as I want to see him in a full-length feature film, it, it he doesn't have the story behind him to do it. I, I feel like that like that character is so cool to see, but it's nothing that can do a two-hour movie. Yes, I think via symbiote there is, yeah. and it's what I think they want to build up the sequel for. Okay. Um, if it gets made because of the um, after credit scenes. Yeah. But there is a simple way to make a very good Venom movie, which is that everyone has always said, you do Venom and Carnage. That's how you make a Venom movie. That gives him a clear antagonist. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad there wasn't there wasn't a like a damsel in distress moment in this movie where a lot of superhero movies fall on. Right. And that's kind of like oh that's how we do. yeah there wasn't any do, of that. Do you feel like though introducing more symbio- symbiotes is gonna make this a better movie though or is it like is that i tell you already you're starting with four in this movie oh there are oh, there's four yeah. jesus Christ, including carnage i mean i know it's spoiler alert yeah who cares you're not gonna go i'm assuming i'm shit. assuming no. if i'm assuming if he's not in the movie okay. they're teasing him as the easter egg right yeah no, he's, he's he's in the one of the 
after yeah. credits. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Woody Harrelson. Yes, he is. Uh, and he looks like what I'm saying is like that was one of the uh, the highlights. Like Venom as a character is a highlight. The action is pretty good. Um, they take some leaps where you're not going to see in another movie. Um, but there wasn't necessarily that moment of like over the top rated R type gore that you kind of want, which you definitely have to go down if you're going to do carnage. Yeah. And so that's what doesn't make any fucking sense. The whole issue with this is Sony's want to collaborate with Marvel in the future and Tom Holland and bring in a successful Spider-Man back into their own universe. They basically, is this a Sony picture? It's a Sony picture. Okay. Okay. They sacrificed a, a core franchise like like a jump start for a core franchise with the hopes that down the road that they could collaborate with Tom Holland, Marvel and Spider-Man. Okay. That's basically what they did. And I think, so that's the flaw. Like that's the, the biggest flaw. Like that. Yeah. You you can't shove something into pieces of this movie that were going to be better. Well, there were pieces of this movie that structurally would have given a better plot, would have been given you a better antagonist. Cause at the point, like you just don't care about the villain you really don't think that there's any immediate because the thing latches on to whatever it wants to, like the whole idea kind of, of but like, they a, but I mean, like that idea of like a parasitic antagonist and protagonist, it jumps to whoever that it wants to be. So you have to develop a character, you know, relevant enough to yeah. give a shit about what's happening to the plot because the thing just will jump to another thing. So like, how do you create a parasitic? antagonist and protagonist in one film it, it seems like it's very very that, very hard to do that's the thing and because like uh i was having a conversation today and somebody was like oh well, i heard the, the villain is riot i'm like yeah and they go well i've never heard of riot and i go yeah that's one that's an issue because you you just kind of you see this villain from beginning to end and it's just he's boring yeah he's running the mill uh like could you have Born. seen what 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 I he think? He is the freaking dark elf villain from Thor <laughs> Two: Dark that's, World. Mm. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's nobody gives a shit. No, yeah, do I you don't think, care. Do you think that this would have done better if, like, so you you don't do well with the DC market, um, and then Nolan comes in and Nolan completely rewrites the Batman franchise to actually take place in like a real life setting. Could you do that with Venom? You I think? mean, this is for the most part a real life setting. They don't make any mention to any superheroes. Okay, okay. They don't make any. So they're still. To... So they're creating their own universe. Yes, it's their on own their universe. own. Okay, okay. And, and, and it just f- falls on its face. Yeah, the plot is super flat. Yeah, like you yeah. like Tom Hardy, you like Venom, uh, you like some of the supporting characters that are in it, but really, there's no, there's no reason for you to care. Yeah, about the villain, and you're just and you're just so handcuffed with PG thirteen. Yeah, and like you can't do anything cool. I mean, and every time he bites a dude's head off, which happens a lot, you don't see it because they cut away from. Yeah, him. and the whole thing is like I I, I mean he did I, like I'm up, trying he to did pick up a dude a cop and beat other cops with his body, uh-huh. and that's probably the best one of the best scenes is him fighting these SWAT. But the whole like like and I I guess what I'm trying to convey is the whole appeal to me as Venom was Venom like when I was watch when I was watching like cartoons cartoon comics and reading comic books and playing comic book video games and things like that the whole cool element of Venom was he just would flashly pop up and then he'd go away 
you didn't know what was going on. It was just like, the, holy shit, Venom pops. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. Venom pops up in this. And that was the appeal of this character. And I feel like you're ruining the appeal of this character by just going and digging out the roots and then yeah, trying I mean, to just, shove it in to it something. It just got the Hollywood treatment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like the, there is an, a, there is a, a mystery, like there is a mysterious appeal to this character and I don't want to have much more of that. Like, I, I don't want an explanation to this guy. I just want to see this Which, thing ravage like the universe the way it does. Yeah. Like, throw it into the MCU, and then people will kind of go like, "Oh, that's Venom. That's kind of sh- oh I'm, yeah, I'm, it just randomly pops up." The best like, thing is like if this movie were just on Tom Hardy and Venom the whole time, it's actually a more entertaining movie. Yeah, like you just you don't need any of the villain or the plot. Like the the most engaging aspect of this movie is Tom Hardy and him dealing with Venom. Dan, are you saying that Michelle Williams is not as good as a mar- as a comic book actor as her late husband Heath Ledger? I mean, she's fine, but there's no depth to the character. Like they don't like what I'm saying is like they write her piece like they wrote any other female lead in early superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like she could not be in the movie. Expendable. It it's expendable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and she, and you know what, to be fair, she has one, uh, like Joyce says Machina. Part. Yeah. Let me guess. She is the one that somehow saves him near like the end act. Yeah. yeah. She, she somehow sacrifices becomes everything, becomes venom or something or whatever, like that. Right? And then ends up changing it. She ends up strong punching them whatever riot if you and then seen, all of a sudden seen like thor tom hardy turns back into venom and then beats the shit out of this guy dark world it's the same plot yeah and mm. I, I i i'm not joking it's the same plot um for the most part the only thing is you you kind of enjoy this character better than you enjoyed thor in that movie yeah and so where would you of that i'm gonna give it a one and a half one and a half slips really out of five. Where would you compare this? Because I always set my bar with this. Which I would give Thor Dark World one. <laughs> so this is a... Oof. Where would you, where would you compare this to Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider? Oh, God, dude. The, those are so bad that they don't even get pink slips. Oh, they don't? Yeah, they, okay, they, they okay. get put to death. So this is at least a, this is a, at <laughs> least a pink slip and a half. Sequel, by the way. Yeah, I remember. Is yeah. he really? Yep. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, and that one's fire your agent. That one's real, real yep. weird, real bad. The first one is just a super fantastic four ish. Yeah. Middle two thousand superhero. Movie. He's just he's he's great in that though because he is insane, dude. I will so say, this is, is why I want to say, and I'm sorry to go on a tangent here, but this is why I want to see Mandy. The film that, oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god, I've heard about release. that, and I'm like, Jesus, like, because they're like, we took the handcuffs off Nick Clay, Nick Cage. Yeah. If you wanted insane Nick Cage, this is insane well, he's Nick Cage. Also going to be in a movie that was in the second um, after credit scene for Venom. So this is no spoilers. Nick Cage. Yes. Superman. No. So the <laughs> second, so the very end credits, just so in case you know, has nothing to do with the Venom universe. It what? has to do with their other universe that Sony has a movie coming out with in December, which is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, uh, which the is the animated one? film about Miles Morales. So he's Morales. noir Spider-Man. And Nick Cage plays noir Spider-Man. And that As actually, a voice or? No, yeah, it's not a live action. It's a voice, okay, okay. Yeah. John Cartoon. Mulaney is voicing Spider-Pig. Um, the guy from uh, the Spider New Girl. Spider-Pig? Yeah, that's yeah. a character. New Girl, the guy from New Girl's voice. He actually Peter plays Spider-Man, Parker. right? Oh, yeah, Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. bless you. Uh, um, they've got one. Stacy, like... But the animation, and everything, it actually looks really good, and the clip that they show um, at the end is fantastic. 
So I'm actually thinking that Sony will knock out, just like DC, for some reason, they can make animated films, but they can't do live action for some yeah. reason. I don't know what it is, but there's just... Whoever is making decisions for Sony... Uh, just stop. Yeah. Yeah. Just just contract it out to Marvel. Send them a check. Let them do it. Yep. But I will say it's better than Topher Grace. Venom looks better. The, the symbiote looks better. Um, I refuse to call it symbiote. I don't know why they decided to go with that pronunciation. Um, it's symbiote. And uh, no. I mean, it's better than Fantastic Four and Justice League. Well, mm. and I haven't seen either of those either. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, so that sounds like it's a good spot to take yes, a break. Head to break. We're going to come back. We've got a couple quick segments. Dan, you want to rifle them away? Yeah, we're going to talk about Kanye goes to Washington. Woo! We're going to be talking Banksy. Yep. And we're going to be talking Ryan Gosling's upcoming film, First Man. So if you have a red hat anywhere around your house, grab it and hold on to it because we're coming back on that break. All right. Yeah, so uh, something incredible happened last week. There was an African-American male in the Oval Office and uh, did not have to be the president in order to have a seat at the uh, at the table. Uh, what I'm referring to is is Mr. Kanye West being invited. Yeezy? Yay. Yay. Right, Yeezy. Uh, Yandy. Yandy. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he's calling himself these days. Mr. Uh, Kardashian. You're right, right, exactly. Yay, Kardashian. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kardashian West was invited to the White House by, uh, you know, POTUS himself. And it was a pretty wild scene, uh, to say the least. So from what they, they showed, you know, the American public, he basically sat down in, in front of, you know, the president and all of these fucking reporters and media and just went on a monologue for like 10 minutes where there was no there was no conversation it was just Kanye talking and i'll, I'll say that i'll say, i'll just say this cuz like this is my personal opinion i know he's catching a ton of shit not only from um you know like musical artists and other african-american celebrities and, and power figures um but i just i just see a lot of hypocrisy in people criticizing kanye west for just you know like expressing his opinions and his views uh versus the same thing with lebron james where uh when he made comments about um you know like political things and the president there were a lot of people that told him to just shut up and dribble one woman in particular but it kind of you know caught fire right and there was just so much support surrounding him like no nah, fuck you lady you don't know what you're talking about like you know he's got this platform so he is going to use that and be able to you know um, you know put his opinions out there and, and just communicate what he thinks is going to make this world a better place, right? And I mean, Kanye is doing the same thing. Whether you think it's right, wrong, or whatever, he's using his platform to push what he thinks is going to make you know Chicago a better place, America a better place, whatever, right? Um, but at the end of the day, like no matter what you think, you know he's not hurting anyone. He's not uh, trying to offend anyone. At least I don't think. And 
although like what he's doing might seem a little bit crazy uh i mean we live in fucking america like do you he's using a platform to you know abolish his the message. 13th amendment right because that's what he said yeah but that I mean, wasn't talked about you know like what he actually talked yeah, about yeah. was that's prison be- reform that's you know creating jobs in chicago figuring out, out gang violence well, that's that's the whole thing is is uh i think i think the um I think the one of the things is it's not zero sum. So you're right, Brian. There are people on each side who are going to be upset at, at celebrities coming up to speak in different aspects. So a lot of Republicans were mad this week because Taylor Swift advocated mm. for uh, voting Democrats for liberal reform in Tennessee. Right. And a lot of Republicans were like, well, she should just stick to her music. And, well, 13-year-olds can't vote. And that's because Republicans don't understand that Taylor Swift has been around for like 10 years now. And a lot of those 13-year-old girls that are friends or fans of Taylor Swift are now uh, voting age. And there's actually people who think that Taylor Swift could actually flip Tennessee because of the voter registration that happened after she said something. Yeah. So that is utilizing the platform. And I think uh, when it comes to Kanye, I think there was a difference. And I think it made sense because uh, if you heard Pete Davidson's um, comments on Weekend Update over the weekend on SNL, he talks about how the fact that Kanye is not only saying some things that at some point, you know, people don't agree with, mainly those in entertainment, because they tend to lean the other way. But he he's saying that he uh, he's using mental illness as an excuse and um, or kind of like I'm, you know, I'm not taking my meds. And so I'm feeling free. And uh, Pete Davidson says, like, well, no, coming from someone who's mentally ill, if you got on an airplane and the pilot was like, hey, it's all me. Haven't been taking my meds. You wouldn't want to be on that airplane. And I think that's the difference is what's entertained uh, politically and through the and through the media is just like today was nothing productive. This was just a media. Play. Oh, absolutely. Like once you Such see the photo of, of the room time. of Kanye sitting across the table in the Oval Office from Donald Trump with all the cameras. That's why Kanye is doing this, because Barack would never meet with him. Yeah. The reason why he's going after Trump is because he recognizes the narcissism in him. And that's what he's going after. Like this is all about a dude who wants to be the most famous person on the planet and wants everyone to love him. Cause I don't think Kanye means any negative things from it, but he just sees an avenue of where he can be the most talked about person and with the other most talked about person. So why wouldn't I do it? But I legitimately don't think it was done out of exposure, like in a, a need for exposure. I, I don't, is that like, are we, are you kind of saying it? from Kanye's okay. point, I'm like, saying from the white house's point, they're, they had the most cameras oh, in the okay, Oval okay. Office today than oh, a meeting with okay, any I get that. other I get that. person I get that. since w- Trump's been in office. What right. blows my mind is, like, my opinion about this entire thing is, is you know, I, I've I've grown up getting really pissed off at celebrities expressing their Keith opinion. Keith Olbermann. Um, I mean, or, or just, the no, yellow card I, I, actually, violinist. I wouldn't say, no, I mean, for this particular example, I wouldn't say Keith Olbermann. Like, I would say, like, like inherently, I have always been, you know, mad at like going like, well, it's a celebrity. They should keep their mouth. They should keep their mouth shut. They have no idea about politics or whatever. Meanwhile, I'm the one that's speaking about politics. Mind you, I don't really have a fucking idea what I'm talking about either. So I'm expressing my opinion and whatever. But I think immediately people demonize these people with their position in society going like, well, that's a celebrity. They're a loud mouth. Now they have no idea what's going on. And like, let's, I, I think it's it's very very important to acknowledge the fact that yes they are a celebrity and this is not their first priority you know when it comes to philosophy or anything but they are participating in politics I mean they they do have a you know an ear to politics and things like that so yes when they do say things 
out, they are going to have more microphones than any of the common people. So they're not they're not purposefully doing this and asking for microphones to make a political statement. I think a majority of the times, a majority of the time, I think what's happening is people go, well, that's an easy, easy way to just completely discredit somebody and what they're saying because they're somebody coming from a different industry that has no idea about politics. And then when you look at politicians and you go, well, these fucking politicians, we have celebrities well, in politics. The like these guys reality, are fucking, yeah. Like it's like, it's to me, it's, it's like, it's, it's a weird way to kind of go. Cause like you pull, you pull people on and you're like, you know, John Stewart said, said these, these sorts of things and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, well, John Stewart's a comedian. He's going to look at what's going on in society and then he's going to fucking assess it and then make a joke about it and everything. He's not trying to be political, but the whole thing that's going on right now, it's, that is the biggest meat to take and make into your act is, is political. So yes, like people are becoming more political minded, I think as celebrities, but they're not being political celebrities. Like people are just demonizing as I'm going like this jackal got up on a microphone and is talking about shit that they have no idea about. People are doing that everywhere. Yeah. Like, I, people are doing that everywhere. I just think that it's an easy way to discredit somebody that has a position in society and if you don't agree with it you go well he's a celebrity he doesn't know shit about it discredit him or hey this is a celebrity they are the voice for a lot of people and we're going to utilize this for our particular our particular political agenda i, th- I think um it's funny because pete davidson made this point too is when he was talking about because a lot of people drew comparisons to like what you were saying brian about how he kind of was like going off on kanye for his uh post snl pro-trump monologue um but what he, he was saying right. no, no, no kanye no. has so every what, right to the, do what that Pete was saying was yeah he wasn't saying that he doesn't have the right to do it he was saying that kanye thinks kanye is a genius musician and he's a genius at putting together songs He's not a genius of politics. 100%. So that's the difference. You have to realize just because someone's famous for being talented in some aspect doesn't mean that they are a talented foreign policy affairs person. 100%. But it doesn't mean that they cannot be pissed about what they are experiencing in regards to the political decisions that are being made. And I think that that's like this cheap kind of way to do it right now is they go, oh, it's liberal Hollywood. You know, it's 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 all this shit. And it's like... Well, it's liberal Hollywood, but they're saying things that a, a majority of people are saying across the U.S. So th- it's Plus, not necessarily only, like yeah, people them only being dumb what, and ignorant. You know, it's that that's what people are reacting people to. Only, like, that's a legitimate reaction. People only push what supports what they want to hear. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. That's yeah. what it comes down to. That's why Trump hasn't had anybody who speaks critically. Well, I mean, we, like, it's, not, it's not political, I would say. Like, the speech is not necessarily political. It's just like... Let's open our eyes to see what's going on, and don't don't just demonize a celebrity for speaking up. Like Taylor Swift got a shit ton of positive reaction and a shit ton of negative yeah. reaction, and it's like at the end of the day, she should be able to say whatever the fuck she wants to say. Yeah, I mean, you know, beliefs aside, wherever you sit on on the aisle, like I think we've gotten to a point in society now where there's no more intelligent discussion by most people yeah it's just i believe in this and you're either with me or against me i think a lot of that came from this last election and how the campaigns ran and how debates played out and things like that so 
I mean, I wish we could just get to a point where someone can say something, whether they be a celebrity or a politician or whatever, and it doesn't have to be a fiery reaction one way or the other. Like, I full board support 100% of what this person is saying or the exact opposite. Like, this person doesn't know shit. Um, it, it, it's just, I think we've just all become too sensitive, right? Yeah. Like, we're all just too politically correct. I mean, it's it's it's... South Park in a fucking nutshell. It really is. Like, you know, PC principle has come in and just slapped all all of us across the face. Yeah. You either agree with this and you you agree with it with your group of people or you get riled the fuck up and and you go with like a mob mentality and it's it's one or the other. No. Right. Like I I I can't remember a conversation having to do with politics where like at the end of it two people were like, "All right, well, you know, we don't necessarily agree, but whatever." Like, let's talk about something else. It's just like, fuck you, I'm pissed. I'm right, you're wrong. Yep. You well, I think uh, Harvard even released a study this week that said 82% of people will only, like, they will deny fat if it doesn't uh, agree with what they believe in, yeah, their personal biases. So it, they will legitimately ignore or disbelieve fat if it doesn't support what they believe in. Look at the fucking Me Too movement. You got every guy, like what we were talking about earlier, you got every guy worried about an accusation about them. Yeah. It's like, that's not the fucking fact of the story. You have women that are being sexually assaulted. The majority of men that have legitimately like been accused, falsely accused, is like a fucking fingernail, if that, on this whole thing. But like that has become the dialogue is like, you you gotta make sure that you're not getting... Accused right. of anything. Tough, tough to be a young boy. Tough, tough to be a Today's. real. Yeah, I'm really, really scared right now. It's like, it's so no, it's not to, really scared. So I'm tough fucking, to not rape people. Yeah, yeah. like it's really yeah. tough to be a white male in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, just. Yeah, but I, I but I, but we like beer. I like beer. Yeah, Brian, you like beer. I like beer a lot. Brian, or Brett, Brett, you like beer. I like beer. I know Brian so, likes beer. <laughs> <laughs> that qualifies us to be on the Supreme Court. Yeah, buddy. Right. Uh, so real quick. Let's let's move away. Hey, from can Kanye. I ask a question though? Like, and not to make this political, but is asking if somebody remembers blacking out, like, is that? Yeah, how can like, you ask like, that question? That's a, such Do you remember <laughs> not remembering? <laughs> like, oh, let me think about that, it. That to me is like. I feel like you should be like, yes, you would know. Like, have you ever had you know? Can you remember not remembering? So they're not asking. Do you, yeah. Like you, every like you said, there's been plenty of times where you've just woken up in your bed and bots. Okay, no I guess. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what the question was. Okay, about. okay, okay. It, it it was just a really weird where I was like, can I remember not remembering yeah. something that happened? But yeah, maybe anybody it was just who says they like it. boofing and devil devils uh, triangles, that person has definitely blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've burnt all my yearbooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially you went to school with Brian, so I can only imagine. Shit, Brian's taken up a whole uh, two What you should have done is you just should have shredded them. Oh, good point. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like somebody did. Oh, man. Yeah. Recently. If you haven't seen this video, please go to our Facebook because it's posted there. But there was an auction for a Banksy painting over the weekend in which... Once the it, girl with the balloon, by yes, the way, which yes. is his most like iconic, yeah. like one of his most iconic paintings. Top if you, five. If you haven't seen it before, basically what it is, it's a sensual sketch of a, of a girl holding a red balloon. The balloon is drifting up in the air out of her hands. It's a really cool, really cool piece. Yeah. And once it sold for $1.4 million, it started to shred itself out of the frame. Yep. Yeah. It was like the auctioneer hit the gavel. Sold for eight hundred and forty thousand euros, or whatever the fuck he said, 
and then just and then you just see the best part to me is just people's faces that are like next to it because it is just she like they don't know what's going on they're like shocked like they are watching this work of art be destroyed in front of them yeah and obviously, yeah, what do you do? You just panic. You freak out. Like, and yeah. mind you, too, like, are those people losing their jobs now at this point? Of like, No, no, no. Well, I mean, they're Bansy on the phone. But, a video but they're on the phone. Right, right. But they're on the phone with their million dollar, like, billion dollar art collector and going like, yeah, I'm staring in front of a Banksy. How much do you want to, how much do you want to bid on this? So this is the and thing. Then, <laughs> a lot of people think that this may actually make it worth more. Oh, it 100% because is worth more. Because now it's a unique piece that it's been half shredded. Right. It also like stops halfway. So yeah. it doesn't fully. And the frame yep. is now part of the art. Yep. Because he built the frame. And to see how he d- constructed this freaking shredder is ridiculous. Right. And it just goes to how he's just a step ahead. If you and have he's real life Mr. Robot for sure. Well, here here's the real question though is like how did he do that? Cuz it's a remote controlled shredder. Yep. So you would think he would have to be So he has somebody to have somebody has in to the be auction. In the room, exactly. Somebody's in the auction that's a Banksy affiliate and then basically Banksy gave him the remote and was yep. like, "Hey man, as soon as the gavel hits down, yep. you press this button and do it." If that is what Banksy wanted because there's another rumor that that thing is not destroyed, that that whole thing was a system that got rolled up and it rolled that original painting up back into the frame and recreated a shredding thing coming back out of the bottom. So that's another rumor too. And the reason why we're talking about this right now is if you have not seen Exit Through the Gift Shop, Mm. see the documentary Exit Through the Gift Shop. It's on Netflix. It's on YouTube right now. Banksy is quite possibly the most interesting artist I think that has existed since we've been around. I mean, yeah. he, he does pieces that you don't know if this is a prank, if this is, are we in on this? Are we on the outside of this? Like, what is going on? Think about the feeling when you have when Apple releases their new products. You always feel like you're on the end. Banksy is the antithesis of that. And you don't know if you're on the in or on the out every time he releases a piece of art. You just know it's good. <laughs> you just know it's great. Yeah, and you you don't know, like, is the joke on me or is the joke on... Like, Either way, I fucking yeah. love it. Like, he is such, such an incredible artist these days. And the fact that he just exposes this thing to the art industry, which is his whole bit about Exit Through the Gift Shop. Yep. Like I say, please watch that. But, I mean... <laughs> To, to save this piece of art for this long, if this legitimately happened this way, he is one, I would say, one of the best artists ever. Two, fuck Ashton Kutcher. Fuck everybody <laughs> that has ever pranked everybody in the world. This guy is the best prankster that Banksy's has ever existed. Sure. Like, he is the best prankster that has ever existed. So He punked the entire world. He punked the entire world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he did. Um, some other things that got shredded recently, uh, apparently the flag planting scene in the upcoming Oscar bait film starring Ryan Gosling, uh, first man. Ooh, yeah. Damien Chazelle, right? Which, uh, La La yeah. Land? La La Land. And, uh, Ryan Gosling, Whiplash? Ryan Gosling plays, uh, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, <laughs> no, he plays, uh, Neil Armstrong. First Jason man Clark the plays, uh, the guy that burnt up in the Apollo. Oh, does he? Does yeah. he? Yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. Trying to oh, it's, not spo- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, spoiler alert, the yeah, Titanic sings at the end of this one. Yeah. Um, and so, 
uh, it came out, I think, a couple weeks ago, actually, that they had left out the flag planting scene. Right. And so this upset a lot of people. Yeah. I didn't know about this until today because I went on, um, you know, the standard of movie review sites, Rotten Tomatoes, as I normally do on a Thursday to, you know, check out what's what's in theaters. What's happening? How's, how's people liking it? <laughs> and I think, like, the critic score was at, like, a 90. And the user score was at, like, a, like less than 30. Oh, say hello, Damien Chazelle. That's that's what Damien Chazelle does right there. Yeah. So I went to the audience reviews and was like, oh, what's what's going on? Literally every other one, half a star, they cut out the flag. There's not a flag of America. Half a star, <laughs> no American flag. Ron Tomatoes will get rid of all those reviews, by the way. Potentially. But I just think it's, it's really Where's interesting. Where's the flag? Where's the flag? <laughs> They took her flag. Which reason why I watch this movie is the damn flag getting put on the boat. Like I just have to say, like that's that's a scene in which has been recreated countless times. Yeah, and I mean, and it's just it's crazy to me because it just opens up this fucking Pandora's box of conspiracy theorists. Uh, You know, people saying that the movie is anti-American. Uh, people saying that the movie is trying to downplay America's influence on uh, the space, just like all this bullshit. And I just don't understand why you don't put it in the fucking movie. Yeah, hats off, Giselle. You pulled the Banksy. <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck? You, we don't, again, we don't know what the scene looks like because the movie hasn't come out yet. Sure. So we don't know because because a lot of people think that 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 happened like right away. I don't believe it actually does. I think you know he he takes his steps and they go around. I don't know when when they're there they plant the flag. They could have planted the flag right before they left. And doesn't and matter. Still show it. I don't. I just feel like I don't care. But Dan, that's it never not happened. what the movie's about. The movie's Our parents not about entire every baby boomer. No, no, the still alive. The who fucking watch that no, shit on the, TV. I understand, but this movie is about. The journey. It's about getting there. It's about figuring out how to do it. It's not. It's. It's not about planting a flag. So, Dan, would you watch a movie about Columbus not ex, not I would not, not watch finding a movie about the Columbus. new world? Um, I mean, but like just him on a ship. No, no. It, it, it would be like this. It would be like Raping there's a movie. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like a, smallpox. Yeah, there's a movie about Columbus, but they leave out yeah the whole uh, <laughs> genocide part. That, that's what you're asking. No, I, I wouldn't watch that movie. But this is more like uh, plus Vikings just over the New World, bro. So. Well, though I, well, I guess like what I'm trying to understand is like what is the offensive part about what is the offensive part about yeah. putting that on? No, well, I'm asking oh, you, Dan. Like, just, like, like that's what I'm saying. Or I'm like, saying like, maybe what it is, was boring. Maybe like they were like, oh, we gotta play this slide. Uh, like, I don't think it was leave. boring. I mean, I, th- I think there was obviously. Are they going to show? Do they? Hit, there's do obviously they, some sort they of motivation. Did I forget? Didn't they like uh, yeah, hit some yeah, golf? Yeah. So what did they? That's the whole scene of them being on the moon. Is because they're hitting some golf clubs and shit. That's yeah. fine. Like show them landing on the moon. The show him coming there. home. What if the flag is already there? Thing? And that's the last shot of the movie. The flag on the moon. Yeah. What if? So what if that's? Yeah. What if? What if they just don't show the planting? What if they? Leave oh no! And the there flag is, is there? zero American flag. Zero American it was, flag. It was made very clear. Well, wow, people many haven't people. seen it. And is it Damien? <laughs> well, Damien Chazelle is—is is he Italian? 
is no, no, no. short round looking. Wait, where yeah, we're gonna round? we're gonna get shit. Oh no, he's hung over. Oh, damn it, I didn't pick him up. No, <laughs> I didn't pick him up. God damn it. Always leave him on his porch. I'll shit, I gotta text him right now. <laughs> I gotta text him right now. Jesus, I mean, it is a still night, so it's probably better. But yeah, uh, I just think it's funny because I, I, it doesn't matter to me. Like that, like out of the whole, we Damien Chazelle is from Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> so that's go not, back to Rhode Island. <laughs> so that's so, not a, so just the whole thing of. Like the whole thing about this movie to me isn't about like oh we planted a flag on the moon like it's about getting to yeah, the goddamn no moon. Yeah, no shit. It's not about planting the fucking flag, but that's such an iconic moment in the history. Is it? Yes. It's saying, "Fuck you, Russia. We got here first. Cold War's over, bitch." Is it? Uh, is it us being there the whole USA. thing? I just the whole okay. I can I guess I can get that because it is a space race. They need to edit that scene and put a MAGA hat right on. What if what if what if as he plants Bud's it, coming down with Neil Neil takes a knee as he plants the. Maybe that's how they shouldn't do it because Neil told him he's like, well, when we planted it, because of the gravity, we all took knees. <laughs> And maybe that's why they I really see where you're going yeah, there, right. Dan. That's very yeah. hey, that's so. Really, very all the NFL players are just paying tribute to, so, to, to, to the, the moon landing. Yeah. To the first moon landing. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Which would you rather have, America? Sorry. Which would you rather have, Middle South America? Could you imagine if you actually said that, like these assholes that are protesting the national? <laughs> no, they're actually <laughs> saluting the the first moon landing. What? <laughs> oh, well, that makes fuck them Russians. Fuck them Russians. <laughs> <Fuck> them Russians. <laughs> America, good. Get them all about. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, I'm gonna plan a flight here, and say that this is good for the episode. Yeah, we've we've gone on long enough. Yeah. 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 Is anybody he, still listening? Probably not. <laughs> I know it's been a long one with our first. You know, Brian and I were used to doing hey, this show by ourselves for a few months, so. We haven't hey, I'm the non sequitur here. I'm always the one that stretches. <laughs> we haven't, put, that we need we to. haven't we haven't spaced out Brett time again in a while. So. It's Brett time right now. I got a question for you guys though. We All didn't right. touch upon it with the Kanye West stuff, but Pete Davidson yes. did release an awesome hat. Mm. Make Kanye two thousand six again. Make two thousand yeah. make Kanye two thousand six again. If there is any hat that you could make for Kanye West right now, would you would you make one? What I, I, or what would it say? So I wouldn't make one for Kanye. Okay. And I, fuck, I wish I could remember who wore this shirt because it was fantastic. It was an NFL player. I got to give him credit. Uh, but it was make football violent again. Ooh. Uh, in light of all of the uh, the quarterback, the yeah quarterback bullshit the passer calls. Yep. So I just thought that was great. And that you you can't you can't put your full body weight on the quarterback now, right? I no, mean, you, you can't breathe hard on a quarterback <laughs> these days. What is a tackle if you can't put your full body weight on someone? That's uh, a great football. question. Yeah. Flight football. Yeah. How about you, Dan? Um, What's your Kanye hat? Uh, I would I would say uh, make Nazis bad again. Ooh. That's what I'm doing. There we go. Did I miss something? It's <laughs> 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 called this administration, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Charlottesville. Uh, no, yeah, that's what I would go with. Mine yeah. would be uh, Kanye stop after graduation day. No, bro, my be- my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is his best album. <laughs> Debatable. Yeah, we're gonna put an episode out on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you want some bonus footage, it's gonna be Dan and I <laughs> <laughs> debating about. Yeah, because you know, eight and heartbreak over fucking well. the first trilogy of Kanye. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, is almost better than graduation. What are you talking about? We're not going to get into that right now. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening yes. to us one more time. This is Pop Not Soda episode 22. I'm going to try to get everything right here. Welcome back, Brett Nice. If you are you welcoming yourself back? Welcome the back, Brett uh, If you can catch us, catch us on Twitter. Catch us on Podbean. Where are we on Twitter? Uh, we are on Pop Not Soda at Pop underscore Not Soda. At Pop underscore Not Soda. We are on Facebook at Pop Not Soda. Right. <laughs> backslash backslash Pop, Pop Not, Not Soda, Soda official. All right, you can take it over from here. And you can catch. <laughs> <laughs> so so happy that you're back. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yes, like Brett said, we've got new episodes coming out for the rest of the year every Monday at popnotsoda.podbean.com on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter at pop underscore not soda and Instagram as well at pop underscore not soda. Uh, make sure that you follow us on Facebook because if you are or you haven't, you missed out on our 360 live video of the first half of this episode. We'll be doing more live streams with Brett's new 360 camera because he's geeking out about it hardcore yeah, yeah. but we'll be there and make sure to tune in for all of our remaining episodes because we've got some great guest books and it's going to be a long ride to the end of this year with the three of us back at the helm i think we might need to get that field trip finally in order you're the one that has been gone you've been on a field yeah. trip. you know what well we'll pick up short round next time and mm. And more Corona yeah, we'll And more Corona readers. I think I need to pick them up right now.